So not a ton of China on the Wednesday show. We're watching these protests with considerable interest, no question about it. But we also talk, Jason Chapman and myself, about China and what we can do and what weighs on our chests and in our brains and the guilt we feel buying goods, being a consumer of Chinese products and Chinese-made products as well. We wrestle with all sorts of things, how we travel, how we watch entertainment, how we watch sports, the environment. But China's got its own special distinction, and we explain that in this segment on Toronto Today. It is still very much in our lens. I watched this uh, gentleman on TV last night. He's an expert on Chinese foreign policy, Bates Gill, and uh, he's written four books on China, including a, a, a book called Daring to Struggle, and that's the newest book. Um, with Xi Jinping on the cover, and it does talk about sort of what China wants to accomplish globally. It's rather disturbing, but it's all true, according to Bates Gill. This is what he said yesterday on BBC News. There have been episodes of unrest and uh, public anger at, at, at government policy in China, even during the Xi Jinping era. But those protests were relatively small, relatively localized and it's that uh, national character widespread nature of it that i think makes it a much more potentially volatile and potentially more threatening set of problems that the that the uh that the party in china has to deal with so our, our eyes are on it massive chinese population here in toronto and um you know people say they, they teach you in journalism school lead local localize the lead jason chapman's in for shiba Siddiqui today and the simple fact of, of how to localize this is we look around our house or when we go shopping and we think what's made in china and what isn't and and we really ask ourselves we fight with moralism all the time about the good goods we buy the damn sporting events we'll watch later yep. today from cutter um like we the, the oil we uh, we put in our cars we wrestle with these things we wrestle big time greg and listen i'm going to be a massive debbie downer on this wednesday unless we're willing to do with ridiculously less then our words are hollow okay ladies and gentlemen I have two kids. I love buying them multiple toys every year. To be able to afford that, we have to rely on really cheap labor from parts of the world that we don't want to think about. So in China right now, you're watching people still be held in quarantine for weeks and months on end because of COVID-19. They still keep working. They still keep doing the jobs that they do because they have to get paid. And we still keep buying all that crap. And we don't care about human rights. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, unless we are fundamentally going to shift what we do day to day in the West, don't talk to me about human rights. Don't talk to me about the fact that you care. Don't talk to me about all of the stuff we've talked about over the last three years about being in well, can you care? But Can you care but feel guilty? Can you care but feel it weighs on your shoulders? That does nothing. All, what does guilt do? I mean, it just makes it. Yes, of course you can. That's the way we often are, I think, Greg. And that doesn't do anything. The people of China need our help right now. They need us to actually put our money where our mouth is and say that we're not going to accept that, you, you know, people can just be locked away for months on end and still make our crap. What are we going to do, though, Greg? I mean, honest to God, are we going to start buying our kids only one toy a year and paying a lot of money for that toy? Because bottom line, to make stuff costs money. I'd love to see a bar graph and, and yeah. we, we could leave it to Canada of how how it got to the point 
where there's as many Chinese goods in our households as as there is. And I would make the case that towards the end of me being a kid, you know, in the late 80s to early 90s before I moved out, um, it's it, it probably isn't that dissimilar. But when we used to, you know, we there used to be campaigns about buying Canadian, buying American, if you watch American television. And I just feel like these campaigns have gone by the wayside. I'll give you an example where this is happening, and it's in the UK. And I don't know how far it can go. I don't know what, you know, this sounds like something that doesn't affect the day-to-day in households. But the UK prime minister there, Rishi Sunak, pulled a uh, construct, basically a nuclear company in China, a state-owned energy corporation, has been kicked out of a project to reconstruct a nuclear power station. They're going nuclear power. By the way, hint, hint, those are things we should be doing here also. It's clean energy. It's not, it's not yeah, the nuclear right. power of our, uh, of our parents right. and grandparents. We're not risking another three-mile island here. But I bring this up to say there's the UK kicking China out of something and replacing them with a French partner. And so you're doing trading within the European continent. But, but part of that issue is exactly that, is, is China's mistreatment. And it's weird because we should have been doing this for decades prior. But if it took how they're responding to their COVID restrictions to get us to, to wake up and slap ourselves in the face a little bit, so, so be, be it. it. So be it. But to watch Chinese people hold up a blank sheet of white paper to basically say, this is our protest to all the censorship this government puts on us, that is brave because we know any one of those people could be disappeared in a heartbeat because we know that people who visit from the West who speak out can just disappear. And you know that Chinese nationals, people who live in China, can go away like that. They're risking this is everything. Brave. They're risking to be everything. Brave with them. And that means more than our prime minister standing up and saying we need to support the right of the Chinese people to protest. Of course we do. But we need to do more if we actually care. So Will we? We got to. We got to. St- we got to. St- we got to stop buying what they're selling. Someone writes on on pay text. Pay more for it, Greg. It costs money. Our clothes from Bangladesh should yeah. cost more than three. We've got to fundamentally shift our lives. Are we willing? Am I willing to sacrifice my kid getting eighteen pieces of clothes every month and getting one good? That's yeah. the questions we actually don't talk to me about human rights. So until you're fundamentally willing to shift, because you don't actually care about people. You just like seeing it. It, it all ties. It all ties into the show earlier. We're talking to Brad Bradford. If we've got a problem with nimbyism, we've if we've got a problem that doesn't even affect our own household, except maybe maybe a, a modest tweak on the property value. Don't put that building in there. Don't move that thing close to my house. Do we really? If we don't have the stomach for that conversation, to give more people that live here a decent place to live and a roof over their heads. Don't do we, tell me you do care we really about the homeless. have the do we, we really have the guts getting, and the heart to have a conversation about the things we buy for our own household? It's a great Maybe question. not. No, it's a great question. This is the same thing as like, am I okay with a methadone clinic in my neighborhood with a kid who's six and one or two almost? I've got to be yes. I've got to not be terrified of a methadone clinic opening up. I've got to be open to having multi units op- be built next to my very blessed. To have single detached home in Toronto. You're right, Greg. The nimbyism ties into all of this. Are we fundamentally willing to be okay with things that we're not all that comfortable with? Yes, we do. We, uh, that's a great point, pal. And I, I, I we got to build more housing in the city of Toronto in the space that we have already available. Well, well, I've seen where you live and I've seen your street. What do we tie in the Brampton conversation? And there's a giant fireworks store like you get in like Indiana. 
or Michigan oh or Ohio it, right on your street, and they that really would, open up and well, spread wide. Fireworks right. here, so they're going to fail. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna not a, not a, not right before Victoria Day. No, that's true. You're right about that. No, not if, not if you've that. got a delivery. It's going to be good for the people. Not, not a fireworks store on my street. Not no, if you have a delivery that. service to Brampton. You can cash in huge, huge at four or five times a year. You're not wrong.